Hi, I'm Megan Hillica, a grieving mother turned grief coach. I now support, guide, and offer tools to navigate the unthinkable of child loss to other moms who also know this pain. I help you go from empty, lost, and broken to learning to carry your grief and live alongside it. If there's one thing I want you to see, it's hope. Hope that there's life after loss. Hope that there's so much more for you and encouragement that you're normal. All of this is possible along with never forgetting or moving on from your baby or child. I'm holding on to hope for you until you are ready to hold it yourself. Welcome to Grieving Moms Podcast. Hello, welcome to today's podcast episode. I'm your host, Megan Hillica, and I hope I'm recording my last session in the car. (laughs) My last podcast episode in the car because we close on a house next week and the bus will become our office. We'll see. We'll see. I might have to go to the car regardless for noise, Um, but I'm so, so excited to to have an office space and a place I can do calls and not have to worry about (laughs) being in the car and what, you know, what person's driving next to me, up next to me and all the things. Now, before I dive into today's topic, I just wanted to update you here that all of my 10 spots that I had available for a discounted rate of Be Anxiety Free 101 Coaching are completely full. And I'm so excited to be able to assist these women in this way. It is incredible. I'm like, I haven't been so excited about anything in a long time because, um, because it works. Like it's a, such a good feeling to be able to actually help somebody and make a huge difference in a really short amount of time. So I'll keep you posted on their experiences and I'm really looking forward to working with you in the future, right? If you've ever been experiencing anxiety on any level, I can definitely help you with this and I'm just going to keep sharing about it. But today I want to talk about something that may be controversial. I don't know. I guess I don't really know what your opinion or thoughts are about this, but that's okay because whatever your perspective or opinion on it is, I don't really think anyone's wrong per se, but I do want to talk about it and share some thoughts on like what I, I kind of think about like diagnosing people with disorders or making people have a problem or making them be a problem. Um, or like, especially I guess surrounding mental health and, uh, mental well-being because I, I get it in our, in our diagnosis happy society, we, want a reason or a cause for everything and I completely get it and understand that. I do believe that diagnoses, diagnoses, however you say that, um, can cause more harm than good and I will share why later. But first I want to acknowledge that getting a diagnosis can be a really relieving thing like when you've been struggling with a sickness an ailment or something that you don't know what it is or how to help it, a diagnosis can be a huge relief when you finally know what it is. So then you can do something about it, right? It's horrible when you're living with some sort of health issue or whatever it is and you have no idea 
what's going on or why it's happening and then you don't even know how to go about fixing it or getting help for it if you don't even know what it is or what can help. So from my own personal experience, being diagnosed with PTSD gave me a starting point. I used it as fuel for my healing. I did not let this diagnosis become me and stay me, but I was so relieved when I found out what I was experiencing was PTSD because it was so relieving to know that what I was experiencing was called something. I wasn't just going crazy. Other people experienced this. Um, I wasn't the only one. And then I could know like what direction to even start to go with, where, what to do. So when you get a diagnosis and you can say, I am experiencing this or I have had this um, that's totally fine but what I don't like and this is where maybe my big <laughs> beef is with it is what seems to happen a lot is that when you go get a diagnosis and then you start to identify with it how often have you heard someone say or maybe you've even found yourself saying this I am an anxious mom. I am depressed. I am bipolar. I am an angry person, whatever it is. If instead of it being something you are experiencing and it becomes who you are, it gets a lot more challenging to make any changes with that because when it becomes who you are, it's kind of like this is me and, and I am anxious so I can't change that because that's who I am. I am an anxious mom. I am a depressed mom. And so if I'm depressed, I am depressed, then that means I can't make a change. But if I am experiencing depression, then that opens up the door to like separate it from you, that you are not the depression, you are experiencing depression. Does that make some sense? So let's think of someone who's six foot two, say this guy, he's six foot two. And that, that will never change, right? That's who he is. That's who his, that, that's what his body looks like. He's six foot two. He can't change his height. But he, what if, what if he was, you know, saying, I am an angry, I am an angry man and I'm six foot two. So what we want to notice is, okay, he's six foot two. That doesn't change. That's a physical attribute of him. But he's not an angry man, right? He, he's not, he might be thinking I am an angry man, but we could offer that he could be a human who is experiencing anger. And it's that's where the separation is is that once he starts identifying with the anger as part of who he is then it becomes a part of us his identity so let's think together that i know this is a big ass but that there are no disorders or things like that what if instead of saying you're anxious you say i am experiencing anxiety or even better is I have been experiencing anxiety and 
instead of introducing yourself as your experience, like I am, as you know, say, hello, I'm a depressed person, introduce yourself as Lily or whatever your name is. So it's not necessarily the diagnosis that's an issue for me. It's when we start to identify as the diagnosis that becomes a problem. You are a beautiful, wonderful human being who may be experiencing some things, but you are not them, my friend. They are not who you really are. I know this was a really short and sweet episode today, but I hope that it shines some light for you on who you really are and that you are not the things you have been experiencing. What do you think? I'd love to hear from you. You can message me on Instagram at GravenMomsHaven or send me an email at hello at MeganHillica.com. I would, I would really love to hear from you um, if you have any thoughts about this. And as always, take care, my friends. See you next week. If you like this podcast and have found it helpful, I want to invite you to come check out Gravy Moms Haven. This is my monthly community for grieving moms where you can learn positive coping mechanisms, find a safe space with others who understand, and learn lifelong skills that support you as you learn how to carry this weight of grief in your life. There are group coaching calls where we do guided meditations, tapping meditations, breath work, and just talk, knowing that everyone in the group is also walking the path of child loss. You can come check out Gravy Moms Haven at www.gravymomshaven.com.